This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. God, you're whining about everything today. You're whining. I, you're insane. That. It's you the whole time. Vinny, tell everyone what the truth is. Well, Take my side for once. <laughs> oh, my God. For once. Have I've my back. I've taken your side a million times. I don't know what this, is, this thing is. You're mad at me 99% of the time. I love you 99% of the time. Oh, my God. And somehow I'm the one. You are the one. Right, that loves you 99% of the time. Is this you taking my side? I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure what's happening here. The point I'm making is I'm always on your side. Okay, so then then back me up. Bryn, you're super whiny. (laughs) You're so whiny today. Whiny? I was just doing some work and you're tripping out on like trying to rush through things. Still saving. There's no way we can record while we're saving. I have to say that uh, one time I crossed Bryn, mm. and he was waiting down in the parking lot, and I was like, "Oh, fuck, oh this what is, is a, your deal, this is what dude?" You're use and he's an standing right there, like in a in a you know a, a fight posture, oh. and I'm like, "Well, I gotta go, so I'm just gonna." So I hit the gas, and I drive right at him. He jumps in the air kicks through the windshield mm-hmm. into my mouth and shatters all my teeth. Oh, is that what happened? Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's why he has perfect teeth. Right. And I that's, went and got then that's why he always takes your side. Right. I see. Hm. Yes. Now I understand. Now so all know. I have to do is some kind of leap of death over the top of your car and <laughs> take out both your eyeballs. Right. And then you'll always be on my side. You got it. Sarah, why is this always a fight? It's not, it's not like who's... Si- We're all one team Says here. the guy who kicked my teeth out. <laughs> oh, well, my you, God. You fucking crossed me, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We can swear. I just... I, I literally just jumped a little bit inside when you said that. <laughs> well, let's make sure we're not. Are we in audition? check those program buses, yeah, let's please? let's make sure we're not in program. <laughs> I just... I literally just looked at all of the things <laughs> when nobody's in program. All right. Freaking me out, bro. Oh, boy. <sighs> Sarah and Vinny's secret show for Friday, motherfucking Friday. It's the 8th of October, 2021, just in case you were wondering what day it was. So all of these will drop today if you, uh, if you have it, if it if you understand how it works, hopefully. Do we? I, I, no, I don't even really understand how it works, but I just, I get sick of explaining it because I'm like, I'm saying things I don't even understand. Well, we were told this is how we we're going to do it. There's a reason. We don't know why. Yeah. But that's how it works. And it's how it works, man. Be a good little doobie. Thank you. Yeah. We're awesome doobies. I have to say, we 
We never gripe and bitch and no. moan. Oh, God. <laughs> Us? Right. That's the one thing everyone always says about that. God, they're so amenable to right. every idea. All the time. Yeah. Boy, they're never just wanting to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go home unscathed. Is that so wrong? Like, I don't want to be in something that I got to think about all weekend. Well, what's our motto? I don't want no trouble? We don't want no trouble. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm, li- I'm reading some text right now oh. yeah. that just came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're listening to the uh, previous break from this morning. Okay. And uh, 415 says, therapist here, doing great bad advice. Keep it up. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then 952. Sorry, small. I was going to say, maybe you should make the font bigger. (laughs) 952 says, Bay Area therapist here. I love the secret show and know lots of therapists who do. (gasps) All right. I've been thinking about sending my own problem. Oh, please do. (laughs) We're going to say. We would, we would love to take on your problem. Please send them along. Do you remember on um, the Arrested Development when Tobias decided he was going to be, he's an analyst and a therapist. Yes. And he became an analropist. Mm-hmm. And then they saw it written out and it looked like anal rapist. Right. And it was so, I said that all the time. I got to go see my analropist. Yeah, That's... he is, that show is, it's it, it's not Seinfeld. But there were so many things happening at once. On each show, there were so many different things happening that it did have that element of like, it's jam-packed full of laughs. It's so good. And there were just so many funny, weird characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, like Bob Loblaw, come on. Bob Loblaw is the best. And it's Chachi of all people. It's Chachi. I know. There's all kinds of, like, I actually think that it's some of Portia de Rossi's finest work. Like, I used to love her on Ally McBeal where she was the Ice Queen. And then she's, like, so perfect as this dumb beautiful girl mm-hmm. who's like just trying to get her mother's approval oh, and dad's approval like she's just I can't go visit dad in jail can you imagine me in jail and she goes in there and no one notices no her no one cares and I think right she wears a shirt that says slut across well, the front she, of it the, she goes in she's trying to be sort of you know let me keep this under cover and then no one notices her and she goes to her dad I gotta go shopping I'll be back and then she goes and sluts it up. Oh, that's and, when the slut shirt right. comes in, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It's so funny. And they it, she named her kid maybe. Like it's the funniest, almost awesome. If you haven't seen Arrested Development yet, please, it's I think it's Netflix. Is that what it's on? I think it does live on Netflix. And there's another season of it now that I haven't even watched yet. Me neither. Why haven't we watched it? I I'll love tell that you show. Why, I'll tell you why. Because for the some stupid reason that show got canceled and it lost its momentum. Yeah. That's and, it. And that was the problem. And then they f- went and found other stuff to do. And uh, Bateman, I mean, that guy does nothing but work. I know. He's the same wa- character in everything. Uh-huh. Like, I'm waiting on Ozark right now, though. I know. But they, it's done. Oh, and by the way. Oh, my God. Would you, Can you fucking fu- watch Ted Lasso already? I'm gonna, we're it's watching time. it this weekend. The, tonight's the last tonight's episode. Tonight's the last episode. Oh, yeah. And on Monday, we're going to give spoiler alerts because it is on. Like we are going to talk about it. Answer, Survivor, and for the I record, I would say, just so you know, All right. in my opinion, the worst episode of the whole season is the first episode. Is that so? Yep. All right. Well, I, it was funny. I was watching Seth Meyers yesterday. It was, so it would have been Wednesday night's episode. Right. And he had the guy who plays Roy Horn on. 
whose name is like, I don't know, Bill Burstein or something. I mm-hmm. can't even think of his name. He's an English guy from, he's like an English comedian, yeah. but he's the writer on the show. It's, which was such a fascinating thing to find. They talked about that a little bit, but I had to, I I had to keep, I had my finger on the mute button just so I wouldn't oh, get any spoilers, right. but they showed some clips of it and stuff. And um, they showed a clip of, of him with Jamie Tart and Jamie Tart and... Apparently, they're great friends in real life and that anytime they do a one-on-one scene, it takes forever because they just fall apart laughing. And Good. Just I'm glad to hear that. I know. It's, it great. is sort of funny to hear. So I, I didn't want any spoilers, so I didn't wind up watching the whole interview, but um, it was great to see. I, I f- He's much more attractive as mean Roy Horn than he is as friendly guy who writes the show. Like, he's sort of doofy. But then on the show, he's like... Ugh. No, that character's uh, perfect. It's mm-hmm. great, yeah. If you don't know and what we're talking about. And there's a lot coming up that you are going to enjoy of him well, this it starts, season. Well, it starts tonight. Where we have uh, we have a plan with our with Berkeley, who was watching it with us, and we can't wait to, to go and watch I'm it. glad to hear it. It's so good. Yep. So, and it's funny, I think I told you this, a couple weeks ago I was like, I'm going to watch the first season of Ted Lasso again. And my son was out in the kitchen cooking something, I go... You know, have you heard of Ted Lasso? Have you watched? He hadn't watched it. I said, can you do me a favor? Watch the first 10 minutes of the first episode with me right now. And he sat down and he never got up. We watched the whole season. That, uh. <laughs> that, that's how great the show is. Mm-hmm. So, great. And yeah. look, I get it. Nobody wants to sign up for another subscription service. It's on Apple TV. I think you can get it as part of your, as part of your, that Apple One Pass or something. Like if you've already got Apple Music, oh, that full and package, a, yeah, news. It gives you all the newspapers and stuff. Yeah. Like it's a pretty good deal. So I don't. I mean, I don't. Yeah, want to tell you how to spend your money. Yeah, that's what we did in order but... to have the the cloud so you can storage. Yeah. Like we just went. What are we doing? We've got all these separate things, and we got the family package and the one thing, and we got the TV and all of it. We saved a lot of money, is what I'm stammering about. Right. But in the end, um, you know, dump some other service that you have and get Apple TV because not only is that on there, but the morning show's on there. Starts any minute, right? Yes. Any minute. And uh, I think it might start up right after that show. That's a, well, it's particularly for us, that show is great. I liked it a lot. It is at a tipping point, though, and can go either way. Yeah. Like they really nailed had it to the be, first season. They have to be very careful where they go from here. I know. Otherwise, we're headed to Preachville, and I don't want to be preached. It'll at. be like the West Wing, where every you know some rousing or, speech at the end of every. I episode. think of uh, Scandal with Kerry Washington. Oh, I never she's, watched that. She's so beautiful and such a great actress. But that show that she did had five minute long, and it was her show. Yeah. So good for her, and she was. I'm sure she was like. Here's Miami. And maybe she did or didn't get one, but I couldn't stand sitting through those speeches. I they get can't. it gets really old. When, yeah, well, even if they're talking about things that you agree with, it's like pontificating just ugh. Well, Hey, I need to grab my coffee. Can you get your zoom going while I run out of the oh, room? Oh me? Quick? Yeah. I can't see you. Right, I forgot we right, were still. Hold on, doing I'll be right back. What? Okay. My Zoom. Uh looks like the morning show is already on. Season oh. two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's playing. I think it's on season, uh, episode four here. Oh, my um, God. All right, cool. Well, I'll start that this weekend then. And then I'll know whether they blew it or right. went the right direction. So we'll see. what I miss? The morning show is already on, according oh, to Bryn. Really? According he says the there's, there's four episodes already Oh, that's there. fantastic. So I'll start that this weekend. Oh, I, I'll... 
Because I'm going to finish it's Ted Lasso to tonight. That. Well, yeah, it's your last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have last weekend's episode to watch too? I may have missed that one too. Mm. I'm trying to think what. It- no, no, no. Oh, so you're caught up? Yeah, and don't don't even get me started because okay. I'll spoil it for you, and then you'll be all pissed off. I won't be. Too yeah, pissed you don't off. want that. I try to. I try to not. So, ever since I was embarrassingly mad at uh, at Bryn one time for sending me a thing that totally gave away all the. Like everything was, you wouldn't want to know. I was like a newbie. I think it was like you weren't that was, new. Yeah, he I was, was really new. He I wasn't was that. He new. was a baby. I remember. No. Remember he that could system? barely say anything but goo gaga. <laughs> That's right. Remember that system we used to have where I used to forward text on the screen where you guys were the call screener. Yes. Yeah, and I would put up random texts mm-hmm. as they come in. And yeah, I, I remember I knew that. you loved. I think it was like big. Something. It, it was, was Big Brother. No, it was The Bachelor or some shit like no, that. No, there's some no way I would have flipped fucking... out over the fucking and Bachelor. You I don't care about that. Out because I, I put it up and you you're, we're off the air. You go, oh my god, what did you do that for? And I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh, well, ever since then so I've bad. been trying. Oh, you poor fucking thing. <laughs> ever oh, since thanks. then I've really been trying to temper my reactions to things. Look at the scar down the middle of him. It's like an open heart surgery scar. Oh, that poor scar. baby. See, that's one of my mm-hmm. secret tricks I was telling you about earlier. I, I know how to hurt you. Uh-huh. I can do it. Yeah, she flashes on you. Mm. I'm trying to be... Look, I, I'm working on it all the time. I'm always a psycho bitch right under the surface. Always. In mm. my head, you can't even fucking believe the things I think in my head. I can't even believe them. Sarah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I do worry about that. You Some should. Some of the stuff you that comes out of your mouth should. makes me go, she's <laughs> gnarly, man. That's Jesus. <laughs> um, I can't imagine what you don't say. No, all kinds of stuff. Yikes. You know, you learn that stuff early. You learn to censor yourself. Can't stop the thoughts from coming, though. There ain't no thought police yet. Well, you or you could just not have such incredibly gnarly thoughts. You can't control the things. Sure, that you po- can. No, you can't. I can't. Maybe you can, but I'll be. I'll find myself walking down a path. I'm like, holy horror show. Damn. Especially when I first had kids. That's when my brain really went haywire on me. Like every story I heard about a kid, I would. Picture my kid that happening to them mm. and go down the, and be, and then I'd be like freaking out and anxious over something that never will happen, hasn't happened, isn't gonna happen. Like it was, it was, I was, I actually was like, I need to go talk to someone about this. Oh, you saw a shrink. Well, I've seen a shrink a few times in my life and it's great. And it's not, I don't really, you know. Every parent has that though. I've definitely thought. You know, I, my first kid who's ended up in the hospital twice now, I've definitely had bad thoughts there where I'm just like, I'm not going to be okay. Right. And then even the, the the little one, I like her so much. I'm just like, there's there's no way I'm okay if something happens to these kids. No, it's, it's, that's the, that is the big trade when you have kids. Like mm-hmm. all the other stuff, throw it aside. It's if something happens to that kid, it has also happened to you. Right. And you, Goodbye, you're, everybody. You are ruined. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm sure I've told you, I, this kid I went to high school with, uh, I guess I probably shouldn't say his name. His first oh. name's Peter. Um, he, and it, it, look, this is a tragic story. Oh, sheesh. He divorced his wife. They had a couple kids, and they had a two-year-old daughter. And the two-year-old daughter was with the mom and drowned in a pool. Mm. And, and it was, and I don't know who's, the fault and everyone can yell at everyone well, else. Well, you know whose fault. The mom was supposed to have the kid, right? Yes. And there were other kids around and it was just a, just a tragic accident that is 
these, I mean, things like that do happen. They and, do. You're you right. Know, I'm not blaming anybody for this, right? But it, but there it is. It's happened. This two year old, beautiful little two year old girl, and she was adorable. Like she was, she'd be in her, God, she'd be in her thirties now. So what happened to Peter? So I see Peter, and he's, you know, he's like a ghost of himself. And right. he's, you know, oh God, I'm so sorry. And it's, he's, and he just looked at me in my face. And like it wasn't, didn't have to be me. It could have been, he goes, I'm only 30 years old. What am I going to do for the rest of my life? How, how am I going to live the rest of my life? And I really just, and I, I don't have an answer for the kid, for the guy, but then, and that was before I had kids too. So I didn't, couldn't even begin to plumb the depths of what right. he must have been going through. He was like, he was like a, like a, like a war shadow, like a ghost. You know, like he'd just been through, I mean, it was just, just horrible. And I mean, there, you know, that show Six Feet Under. Yes. And I loved that show. I loved every season. There were all kinds of great things. There was a line in that show that has stuck with me my, my entire rest of my life to this point where they say, if you don't have parents, you're an orphan. If you lose your husband or wife, you're a widow Mm. or widower, there is no name for a, parent who loses a child ruined ruined it's fucking hating life it's just too awful to put a name on it yep you know it's the wrong order of things and that's i think part of the big problem to put it just plainly because of alcoholism and what i went through and rebuilding my shit and putting it back together i know myself pretty well that's just part of that process of you know and when the missus and i were talking about having kids the first kid, even I said to her, "I, you don't understand. Doing this will put me, compromise me in a way that I'm not capable of dealing with. You need to understand. I'll never be able to cope, even if it's there's just something wrong with the kid. Right. Some, and I don't mean wrong like you know stupid. I mean like wrong like sick. Something really wrong. Right. And, and and then our kid does have something wrong with her in terms of sickness. And I remember." And her and I have talked about it. And I'm, and my kid and my missus keep stuff from me to keep me okay. Like, they have to. They have to go around dad in order to... And, and my daughter will even say to my wife, something's wrong, whatever, I don't feel right, but don't tell dad. Because they can't. And, and you, you know, know why? It's because I fucking start crying. Like a fucking baby. Like, I walked into the hospital to visit her that one time and was just burst. And she was like, "It's a, Dad, I'm okay. And I was just like, well, I'm not. I remember you saying one time that because Christina didn't, she didn't go through that with you. Right. Like, and I only went through it peripherally. I mean, you're my workmate, so it wasn't like I was living in the house with you or really had a hand. No, on. but you know enough to know that, that it was my dream to do what we were doing, and I was flushing it. And it wasn't by choice. Well, and the thing was, you weren't, you also, because you're an addict, you weren't telling us what the hell was going on, and you'd always had an excuse. And, right. And even after you left, I was getting, I'm telling you, I heard wild stories about yeah, you. I know. Like, that turned out to not be the case at all. I think you came back and said, I'm a garden variety drunk. Yeah. You know, and, and meanwhile, I'd heard some stuff from some people that I was like, whoa. Right. You're, you've got to be kidding me. Um, but, and so, just knowing what I knew about that was hard, and having seen it and been the been on the end on the waiting for Vinny to show up end of things, right? 
Um, and you know, I can only imagine having been uh, your girlfriend at the time. Right. And your mom and all these people who were there yeah. trying to help you. And I know that Christina didn't go through. So it's in a way and you would and you'd mentioned something like that. Like she, she you had to say to her, you, you just don't know who she I does can it be. and people don't. And there's and but she still gets that there's a problem. Sure. But that there's things that you aren't going to be able to handle. Like you've actually been really honest with her. Yeah. Oh, my God. More so. And most of the time she's like, I don't. I don't know that about you. Right. I don't know that you. Right. Uh, all right. I know this you. Anyway, enough of our problems. Okay. Let's get on to somebody else's troubles. God, we've been but there's there's flattened. my resume. If you want to know why I'm good at this, that's why. At what? Giving advice? Yeah. So yeah. I fucked my own life up and then had to rebuild the goddamn thing. All right. Let me let me see what I got here. We have enough time to do kind of a big one. Sure. Um. Radio family slurps all around. Don't say my name. I'm in need of some unbiased advice to help me let go of some pain and anger I've been dealing with for over, a little over a year. Let me see if I can make this bigger. I can't see this. <laughs> it's barely. Hold on. Let me. I want to make it larger. Cut all this out. Don't you have glasses on? I do, but it doesn't matter. Oh. I need it to be bigger. All right. Uh, okay, here we go. Um... Uh, I want to let go of some pain and anger I've been dealing with for a little over a year. I got engaged in May of 2019 with a wedding plan for t- September of 2020. So that wasn't going to happen. Right. It was planned for an outdoor setting in the foothills of Northern California. We planned it far in advance so we could prepay for everything and be debt-free on our wedding day. I asked three of my oldest friends to be my bridesmaids. Two of them I've known since seventh grade. My matron of honor I've known for over 25 years. I'm 46, by the way. I started to struggle with one of the bridesmaids, not the maid of honor, pretty quickly. She's notoriously late, so we weren't shocked that she was late to a wedding dress shopping appointment I'd scheduled. But then she started insulting dresses I was trying and in turn insulting the designer and shop owner who was trying dresses on me. So she's being rude. Right. And she's late and she's going to be, ah, that's, pff, that piece of shit. You look awful in that. God, who designed that? I can totally picture this. It's hard. And I'll tell you something. You go try on wedding dresses. It's a long, sweaty, frustrating process. Well, I it, mean, look. It's not they, fun. They're not wetsuits, though. I mean, they are just. It takes three people to get you into them. Plus the undergarments that you wear on some of these things. I was, what? I was fully trickling sweat. Gross. It was gross. And so the, I went one day and I, the first dress I put on, I liked. And that's the one I bought. Oh, there you go. Because I tried on like six more, and none of them mat. And I was like, "I'm not doing this again." That first one, good enough. Oh boy, this sucks, Beavis. Well, there are people who like that. Look, I suppose that an is example. True. You using that as an example isn't the best one <laughs> you know, because you're not. I was always gonna hate it. You're, yeah. You don't like mm-hmm. trying That's on right. any clothes. You don't wear you're any not dresses, a clothes person. Oh, now, give me those hate. scissors so I can cut my hair. Yeah, exactly. All right, so she's she's insulting All right, the... so her pers- person in her wedding party is being a bitch. I finally snuck off with my mom and matron of honor and found the perfect dress in a more positive atmosphere. Cut to one week before my bridal shower, two months before the wedding. Which, by the way, this is all happening during COVID. So if two months before her wedding would be July of 2020. Okay. Which was high time in COVID yep. history. Mm-hmm. 
The notoriously late bridesmaid started sending me a message about changing the structure of the bridal shower, also scheduled for an outdoor setting, because of her extreme COVID fears. This went on for hours until I finally reached my limit and said, I'm done discussing it. The bridal shower is happening as planned. Two days later, I got a message from both bridesmaids who did not discuss this with my mom, with my matron of honor, telling me I should consider postponing the wedding. I was told by Ms. Late... Ms. Late to everything, that vendors were being very understanding and flexible moving things around. I declined due to the fact that the wedding would be safe, outdoors, and on a date sentimental to me and proceeded to plan the wedding without them due to support from some wonderful girlfriends who saved me from not only a breakdown but a heartache I felt from what would turn out to be the loss of two very good friends. Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Crunch. Let me ask you something, just from what you've heard so far. Is she a bridezilla? I mean, these were valid concerns that the that the friends were raising. I, I do agree with the friends asking her to postpone. I also think, though, that you get down the... This is what I think about weddings in general. We went into ours planning to have a party with friends. Mm-hmm. And we ended up with a traditional wedding and the nowhere near the party that we discussed initially. Right. And it's because of the machine, the machine. that's in place... And the wheel that gets rolling and you've got to have and you need to do and this thing has to happen. And I think that, it, look, we do use the term bridezilla because this event in particular makes people crazy. And women in particular have a lot of preconceived ideas about what that day is going to be this like. This is what my wedding will be. And so I think that, yeah, she probably should have listened to her friends. She probably is kind of bridezilla-ish, and yet it's it's justifiable. It's her wedding. You are in the middle of COVID, but you're, you've saved this money. You know it's going to be a thing. Oh, I hate it. So here she goes on. Two other friends of mine stepped up and volunteered to take the place of my previous bridesmaids. In the meantime, as late to everything, who was apparently angry that she didn't get me to change my mind and reschedule the wedding, proceeded to attempt to sabotage the wedding. She went as far as calling the venue owner country county country property that belongs to a friend of mine and ask if she was sure if she wanted such an event to take place during COVID. She called mutual friends to try and induce doubt and fear about attending my wedding. Every time details of these calls made their way to me, it was another stab in the back. One year, our one year wedding anniversary passed over the weekend and it has me reflecting and trying to figure out how I can let go of the pain. Ms. Late to Everything has no interest in ever resuming our friendship, it seems. I believe she owes me an apology. The last I heard, she will definitely not apologize and doesn't even admit to trying to sabotage my wedding. Now I know she's the lost uh, cause, but I need some help figuring out how to move on. It's just hard to throw away a friendship of almost 35 years just because she's being stubborn and, in my opinion, jealous of the fact that I got married without her. Anything you could offer to help me move past my anger and sadness would be greatly appreciated. P.S. Ms. Late to Everything ended up getting COVID within months after my wedding anyway. And for the record, no illnesses were reported after my COVID-compliant outdoor wedding. This is just a classic case of someone just obsessing over, like, and fighting that mental fight. And I should have said, and if only this person had this, that, or the other thing. I actually, I, it makes me tired because I've, I've done this, you know. You really, you're just seething about something that, honestly, you can't change. You can't go back. And sometimes you have to let people go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what it's doing to you? It's making you write this diatribe to a radio station who's now calling you Bridezilla. Like that's well, what look, you've accomplished. We're not trying to call her Bridezilla, and I'm careful. I want to be careful about that. But for the record, in your friend's defense, which I know you don't want to hear, mm-hmm. the whole fucking world was telling you to not have that wedding. Yep. The whole fucking world. And you went ahead with it. So 
that's fine. It's your day. And you should write this person off. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's, it's You're clearly not meeting in the middle. Or... But, but you did you against the wishes of the entire world. Yes. So keep doing you. Get on down the road. Go find some new friends. But your decision to stick with your plan no matter what because this day is important to me. And I say that kind of jokingly, but that was your, you were rigid. That's a wedding I wouldn't have gone to. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. As much as I'm, you might be my best friend and I love you. And I didn't go to, there were no graduations. There were no proms. There were no weddings. There were, there was nothing. That was right. high times. That wasn't, oh, it's trickling off. People are vaccinated. No, that was the middle of it. If I'd had to travel anywhere, it wasn't going to happen. I mean, even now, I'm still like, I don't want to take the chance. I'm watching people who've been vaccinated get it and be and have horrible times. Right. Like, it's just not it's not worth it. I'm sorry, but I actually think that you're wrong. Well, I don't. I, look, I, but I don't like the sabotage angle. No, no, no. I, right. I don't know. No, it doesn't. And I don't know how that played out. She may talk to those people naturally. And they may have had a natural conversation about, can you fucking believe they're still going to have this wedding yes. right through the middle of all this shit? Can you believe that everything is postponed? Every Everyone's working from home. Everybody's hurting. But she's got to have her wedding. On her day. On her no day. No matter what. No so matter look, what. I'm not against you. I'm not I'm not for her. I know that just what I just said, my opinion sounded, but, but most people were with your friends. Yeah. And so you've. You got your wedding day, and you have your new friends, the ones that stepped in and and stepped up. Enjoy them and write these people off because they probably have had to do the same thing about you from the other direction, which would be probably what I would do if a buddy of mine was like, I've got to do it this day, despite all the health warnings from every single... it sounds like it could have been handled better. Scientists in America. Rather than argue with you about your wedding day and your plans that you're making, maybe what you could have said is, I apologize profusely, but I'm not going to be able to participate in your wedding because COVID right. mandates are saying that I that I can't go to gatherings of more than this many people. And I'm, I get that you're doing it outdoors. I'm simply not comfortable. Please forgive me. But I can't. But I'm not going to do it. Rather than you got to postpone it. You got to. You know. Maybe right, everybody yeah. handled it wrong. And I would love to hear from other people who either canceled or went ahead with. I mean, please, Bryn at RadioAlice.com. Your thoughts on on this person? Um, you know, she's probably an extremely lovely. Pre- she's an Alice listener. She's amazing. I'm sure she's fine. But here's what I would say: like, you you can write this friend of 35 years off, but in everyone's defense, including hers. Mm-hmm. Nobody has experience with pandemics. Nobody's ever gone through anything like this. We don't all have the answers. We've had different things come up in our lives repeatedly, and everybody's doing the best they can, Yep. in my opinion, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to get through things. Whether it's my kid caught a cold, and now I'm being called back into the station, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Can I go to work with my friends and do my show the way I normally would? Or do I have to stop all progress because this kid may have caught a cold that might be COVID or may not? Right. These are the decisions everyone's dealing with every day. Does my kid go to school because she's got a sniffle? I don't know. Does she? I can't. Right. I really need her out of the house because I have, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not right. talking about me. I'm saying everybody is dealing with these different big deals 
and you dealt with yours and you did you. Yeah. But I do think that your friend of 35 years was probably doing the best she could to be there for you, but also dealing with the fact that she was completely against being there. For a good reason. And so you both have some decent footing. Right. So she, I would say I think she has better footing than you do. I don't know about that. I mean, how often do you see somebody ask you to reschedule their wedding for any reason, whether it's COVID or anything else? If they have a plan, you can just say, I simply can't make it. Yes, I'm sorry. I think she could have handled it. Yeah, like but that. friends of 35 years usually don't edit the way a friend of yes. a year or two does. So I'm assuming she thought they were on a, Close enough a that friendship could... level that she could say what she really felt Yep, and not soften it up. Right. So look, I think the only way you're going to get this friendship back is hearing this show and thinking about what your part in this was and going to her and saying, I'd like to meet you in the middle. I could have done a better job the way, you know, that's the way you put that together. Right. There's no way you put it together with she either apologizes or we're through. Yeah, that's you're your, not going to get you're that. Through. Then, and if that's where you're at, then you're through. So and, if you can't call this person and say, I have a part in what has driven between us. And I need to apologize for clean up my side right. of the street. I was stubborn and I was unwilling to hear what other people's concerns were. I was carrying however many years of baggage into that wedding planning right. that I had, mm-hmm. which is all the yep. princess dreams or whatever they are. All the money I put down. All the money. And there's pressure. I get it. So you yes. carried all that into it. And what you wanted was a yes man. And you didn't. Sorry. And she wasn't a yes a man. A yes person. You. A yes person. Sure. Mm-hmm. A yes they. A yes they. A yes they. (laughs) So, you know, I get it. I get where you're coming from. She made it harder, not easier. But she was probably hoping that you'd postpone and that you guys could all go do this. She wanted to be with you. In in a more, in a less strict environment. Right. Because what what do people really want to do on their wedding days? And I think is get fucked up and dance. Have fun with their friends and family. Right. I, I did, None of this excuses that horrible behavior at the uh, bridal shop, though. I'll tell you that right no, now. What a bitch. No. Um, all right, that's it. We're out of time. <laughs> Vinny, give me the magic words, and everybody have a great weekend. The end.